What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? Like And I'm Ray Ray all day. What Ooh. up, Ray? You hearing that bass in his voice, brother? Yeah. yeah. He brings the radio voice. Back. Well, you need help, man. Here we go. No, bro, stop. Come stop. On. You know you you're running it. off our listeners. You again. love it, Johnny. No, I don't love it. You That's love it. I'm going to have to change his t shirt to <laughs> Dunder Muffle. Dunder Muffle. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to start changing some friends. I'm just going to tell you that much right now. <laughs> You know, oh man, that's bad. Well, I'll tell you what, that's it's funny because you know what we're going to talk about tonight's talked about being comfortable, being miserable. Oh, you know, that old saying, misery loves company, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm really miserable. Tonight. <laughs> oh, man. And I don't know why he keeps doing this, Fritz. He keeps wearing this damn blue shirt. Living under this damn blue cowboy persona he's created yes, for himself. Yes, it's the blue cowboy. Oh, hey. Before we get started, you look like a Smurf. That, you look like a Smurf took a shit from your neck down. Is what you look like? That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord, have mercy. Oh man. Oh man. And on that note, yeah. Hey, we throw us some positive, Ray. Throw us some positive. Hey, I know, man. Our our uh, our last podcast, we realized we picked up another country. Yeah, we got one in a billion, baby. Yeah, India. India, baby. What's up? What up, man? Yeah. What up, man? Yeah, what up, man? Just, only, we normally say what up, man, but there's only one listener. Yeah, so what we, up, man? Maybe we can get the Austria, Australian and the yeah, g'day, mate. India. And what up, man? In India. That's it. It only takes it only takes one amber to get that fire burning. Yeah, well, we need somebody needs to stoke that fire real quick. But hey, for for our listener out there in India, make sure you share us, man. Yeah, we need you, man. Come on, put us out there. We are on. All the major listening platforms. So any of you guys out there listening to us right now, share us. Who, No matter what your favorite listening platform is, we're on it. Yeah, we're on all of them, baby. So, so We just got on a new one. What was that new one we just got on, Fritz? You put us in on it. FM something? Oh, Player FM. Player FM, baby. That's where we're going. Player, player, player. Player, player. Yeah, and if I could just add to that, you know, this is a free resource. We don't ask for anything. We just ask for you to email us once in a while, you bunch of losers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We're not asking for money. For God I'm sakes. not asking for God's sakes. I'm not You're asking fair. for a donation unless you drive an ice cream truck. Yeah, well, we were looking for a yes, then you better you better email us, yeah. on it. And that yeah. email address is thebattlepodcast.com. Yep, or free resource at gmail.com. Gmail, yeah. The Battle Cod Podcast at gmail. Not the Cod Past. <laughs> not the Cod Past. The Battle Cod oh, past. man, here we go. The, why do I put my... Talking about misery, come on. Oh, yeah, man. Hot wounds. Yeah, I think that, wounding, baby. I think the Smurf just farted. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like purple... That's bullshit! Blue pixie dust going on in this room right now. Uh, like, what is that? There's color wars or whatever? Yeah, I feel oh. like I'm a, I'm a bad episode of the Blue Man Group over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too funny, man. But yeah, definitely, guys out there, share us. Share us away. Let, let, all, your, let all your guy friends know and just hit us up. Hey, we're doing this for you. I mean, yeah, we're having a good time doing it, but... 
at the end of the day, we're not getting anything off of this. No, not at all. We don't even have a beer sponsor yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you, if you want it, you got hey, beer. Hey, somebody from Corona's listening to this, uh, you know, if we could get the ice cream sponsor and the beer sponsor all in one week. Oh, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. It's retirement, man. Oh, man, we would be in hog heaven. It's retirement. I, I, I catch you little, you little digs there looking at me talking about hogs. Huh? <laughs> He's looking at me thinking about bacon right now. Oh, man. Yeah. I knew I, I got the plumber joke, man. Yeah. I knew I smelled something. Oh, yeah. So good. So nice. good. You know what I'm smelling? And when I'm sweating, it's not to smell like bacon. Oh, yeah. And it's getting there. Yeah. It's getting it's there. It's getting ripe in here, ain't it? <laughs> oh, I can hear it. Think about can... making me a BLT. Oh, man. <laughs> Was that bacon lock? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? What is going on with him today, oh, boy? Oh, man. It was all messed up. Yep. We need another Corona. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, Rona. <laughs> yeah, we need some Corona. Yeah. So it's boots, lettuce, and tomato. Yeah, boots, and, lettuce, and, and yeah. tomato. Shit kickers, baby. Shit Real kickers. rednecks with shit kickers. Shit kickers. <laughs> yeah, shit kickers. cod pass. Yep, cod pass. In the khakis. Cod heads. In the khakis. The khakis. We need the yeah, khakis. Job. Well, you know what the best part about this podcast is that we don't ever get comfortable. No, we love mixing it up. We love busting each other's chops, and we don't love being miserable. No. No, I'm not here to be miserable. No, we're here to have a good time. That's for sure. But you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are comfortable being miserable. Well, you know, there's that guy. Come on now. We all know that guy. We know that guy, dude. No matter what, he's always got something going on in his life. He, every time he hits you up, it's, oh, man. No, here comes no. Eeyore. You know, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, my life's this. My life's that. It's like, come on, bro. Nothing ever goes right. It's like, you're not happy unless you're not happy. So then, <laughs> you like that? That's a sad truth. There, yeah. there, there's a, there's That's a an oxymoron though. Yeah, that was a good sad truth. Yeah, yep. not happy truth. if you're not happy. That's Thank good. you. There, nice. There's so many people that are, they're just, they're just comfortable stewing in their own shit, man. Well, you know that's a funny thing, man. If you dwell in shit long enough, you become immune to the smell. Yeah. Oh. You know, you think about it. Like I was telling my son one time, we were watching something and. Like there was something to do with hoarders or something. And they're cleaning out this house and there's cat shit everywhere and there's urine and everything else. And my son says, how can this lady not smell it? I said, you dwell in shit and piss long enough. You don't smell it anymore. That's it. And you become immune to it. And that's just the norm. I mean, if, if your job is shoveling shit, you're going to stop smelling shit after a while. You know what I mean? Without a doubt. And you try to get them to change and they don't want to change. Well, that's the key. They don't want to change. Bingo. You know, some people just... Happy being miserable. And that's exactly. that's their whole existence. It's like they they can't wait to call you up to give you bad news. You ever got that dude? Oh yeah. You know, you're sitting there like, hey bro, what's up? Oh man, what are you doing, brother? Just want to call and let you know. I've been, you know, been in and out of the ER five or six times this week. I've got my leg amputated and uh yeah, yeah, and I don't think it's gonna grow back. Yep. Yeah, and and then I come home <laughs> and I find out the sky is falling. I don't have much hope. Or you're trying to you tell somebody, oh man, Welcome having a tough day and they want to hunt up you, one up you, you know. Welcome to real man. Welcome to real man. Welcome to real man. Wiki wiki whack, wiki whack, whack, whack. What the hell was that? I don't know, man, but it was cool. It was it was kind of eerie. That could yeah. be our that could be it's our like a Halloween version of, of real men. That's it. That could be our Halloween episode right there. <laughs> Welcome to real. Welcome to real. Welcome to real. You know, I'm scared Johnny's running after me. Oh man, but the the biggest thing you got to watch out for is that misery loves company. Oh yeah, dude. People love you to be miserable with them. And and that's what they'll try to do is, you know, you can be telling a brother about something that happened in your day and they're going to try to drag you. To, if, if they're that guy, 
If they're that miserable guy. Oh, that one-upper. Yeah. Oh, that ain't oh, nothing. Oh, you think that shit was bad? You should have seen what happened to me, man. Yep. Wow. The one-upper. Yeah, the one-upper, baby. The old one-upper. Yeah. Sounds like a Bud Light commercial. Remember? Hey, man. Uh, that goes nice... out to all you one-uppers. Yeah. Yeah. To the one-upper. <laughs> the one-upper, man. To the one-upper, man. Here's to you, one-upper, man. The guy that no matter what you do, he's got something better going on. Going out to the one-upper. <laughs> hey, man, that's a nice TV, but mine's bigger. Oh, you know? man. <laughs> bigger TV. That's a hell of a mower you got there, Johnny, but yeah. my deck's bigger. Yeah, my, yeah, hey, hey that's, that's funny you say. That is that like oh one upper next to me right here? Nice mower, man, but my deck's bigger. Oh, oh man. yeah, hey, you had the opportunity. Got a bigger deck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, you also got a bigger yard too. So I'm not hating. You got like ten acres of mower. You got card in your yard? There's, I actually do. I got I got the old Mainer's car car in the yard. Oh, you got Mainer's car? Yeah, dude. How do, yeah, dude, he does. Well, Matter of fact, he's like on, an artifact. Hold on, you know, now, like a museum on. over I'm, there. I'm getting this is the Mainer's. Every car. good redneck has some lawn no, ornaments. Hold on now. Hold on now. The Mainer. He, He's going to get on my list because you get your car at your house. He's yes. got his damn cornhole ball boards at mine, right? <laughs> I call him up there. Then I'm like, dude, uh, you know, your, your boards are not over here to take permanent residence. Next, because, he's going to drop off his youngins. Well, he says, you know what he says to me? What? Well, I mean, if they're in your way and they're bothering you that much, I'll come by and get them. I'm like, oh, dude, they're outside. Well, I keep them the outside old anyway. trip right there. Hey, he can come leave them at my place. Yeah, Classic. Come, go leave them at Ray's. Come I pick up it. your boards and drop them off at Ray's inside your car. I, Put them in the back seat of your car. You got drop over your there. boards off at Ray's. <laughs> <laughs> Mister, I left my car and boards at my He's friend. One up. Humanitarian. You may have done a good job, but I did one better. Yeah, <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, oh man. Oh man. But yeah, you just got to make sure that. Having that guy, it's all right to have that guy. But if he's dragging you down into Ooh. his misery, bro, mm. you have got, you got to cut it off. Run. Yeah. You've got to. You cannot, cannot do it. Well, I, I, my shovel's only big enough to dig through the shit I got in my life. I don't want to be digging through yours. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I mean, it's kind of like, a, you know, getting bitten by a snake. Sometimes you got to extract the poison. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You suck on it and you spit it out. You know what I mean? I love you, Johnny, yeah, but... Man. You're going to die. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's an old joke. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you know, that, that's so true. I mean, you got certain people that are just poisoned in your life. You got to get rid of them, man. They're yeah. sucking the life out of you. They're, they're, they're causing nothing but dissension and aggravation and frustration. Here's the thing. You ever notice this? Like if you hang out with a couple that fight and argues all the time. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, you, you, you're fighting and arguing with your wife. Mm -hmm. or your like, girlfriend. Where the hell is this coming from, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you'll be sitting there with a guy that's calling you up and telling you about how he's got this problem and that problem. And then all of a sudden you get this defense mechanism that comes up. That ain't going to be me. And then you go home and the wife says one thing. To you, oh, hold up now. Don't put up with that shit around here. <laughs> all right. My name ain't such and such. Yep. All right. If she my wife working. sounded like that, I'd run, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's me. I'd that's rest. not the wife. Oh. Damn, what's it all with I'm you, a, man? I, 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 I thought you were a voiceover to, expert. I showed up to the wrong play, man. I'm sorry. I suck at this. I just want you to know that. Oh, and it ain't poison. He's sucking. But the thing is, is you got to extract the poison. If you got people in your life that are causing misery, that could constantly pulling you down like an anchor, 
Guys, you got to cut them loose. You know what the problem is, though, Ray, is a lot of times what dudes will do is they got that one buddy, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been friends with them forever, and, it, and they, just, they just can't let them go. Mm-hmm. They just can't let them go. There's that loyalty thing, and I don't want to turn my back on them. But if that dude ain't producing nothing but poison in your life, you have, you have a duty to not only just yourself, but if you're a husband and a father, you've got to protect your family from poison, man. You can't right. be bringing that crap in your house. If you're strong enough to avoid it and stay out of it, doesn't mean that your kids are. You can't have Larry sleeping on the couch. You know no. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The kids can't be tripping over Uncle Larry and his beer cans in the living room because you're trying to help out your buddy. Right, exactly. Archie yeah. wouldn't have put up with that. No, no. Archie oh, definitely wouldn't have put up with that. Hell no, Archie wouldn't have put up with that. Yeah, yeah. And the thing too is that they'll, they'll keep you from being happy. You know, as soon as you start having a good day and like you said, you give them a shout. Hey, man, how's it going? Things are great. I did this. I did that. Oh, well, you know, I had this happen. And Well, if they're happy being miserable, do you think they want you to be happy? No. Oh, no. Misery uh, loves company, babe. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. And everything they're doing is going to be negative. And, See, you know, and, you know, the other part of it is, too, we have a responsibility as, as a dude to be honest with your buddy, man. Right. You got to try to help them. But if they're not willing to help themselves, then... There's nothing you're going to do to change them. Hey, here's one I want to hit on that's going to hit hit at home with some dudes. Hey, that person that's miserable, that may be your mama. Ooh. And if you're allowing that, your mama to bring misery into your relationship, you got to stand up. The word tells us that, you know, for this reason, a man will leave his mother and his father. Mm -hmm. Join Mm -hmm. with a woman, right? When you get married, you know, when you get married, your wife is the woman in your life. Not the other woman. It's not Mm -hmm. mommy and then her. And sometimes you have situations where I've seen where guys, you know, you sit there and you're allowing your mother to treat your life, wife like trash because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to stand up to her. You don't want to address the issue. You know, you can't allow that poison, and that misery in your life. Some of you, it's your dad. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's your father. He's always got something wise coming out of his mouth or he's always got something condescending or he talks to your wife, or your kids in a certain way. Or he dogs you. Or he dogs you and disrespects you. You got to stand up, man. Stand up, get up, and man up. You know what I'm saying? Pull up your big boy pants and understand that you're put in a situation where you have to protect your family. And, and it doesn't mean every time you got to cut them out completely. No. But it does mean you got to love them from a distance. Well, you got to draw healthy boundaries. Exactly. I mean, here's this one thing you how about this? You know, you don't have to address it on the spot. How about, how about taking mom and dad to lunch and saying, look, this has got to stop. Yeah. You know, I love you. I want to have a relationship with you, but you can't talk to my wife that way. You can't treat my kids that way. You you can't talk to me that way in front of my wife and kids, you know, disrespecting me. So. And that's part of being a man. Yeah. And if you got that buddy out there, let's talk about the buddy real quick. You got that buddy out there. That's always got something to say too. Don't come in my house talking about what you think about my wife or our relationship. It's none of your damn business. You can get the hell out. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We got dudes all out there. You got that partner that wants to hang around. He wants, He's in your ear whispering a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. Talking about mama and the kids and you deserve this and you don't deserve that. And he's just sprinkling poison and you're eating it up by the spoonful. Misery, man. You got to extract the poison. You got to separate them sheep from the goat. You got to separate them. You can't. They, they, they won't live together. It can't happen. What's what? What value is it bringing your life? Right, nothing. I mean, well, man, I've been friends with him since we were in the fifth grade, and he's just that way. No, he's that way because you allow him to be that way, and you make excuses for him to be that way. That's it. That's you know, it. if you know, loving somebody is being honest with somebody. If you got a person in your life that's miserable all the time, you don't have to be a jerk about it, but pull him off the side and say, "Bro, you know what's going on with you, man? You're always negative. You always get something going on. I mean." 
you know, what, what's going on inside you? What's, what's the issue? What's the real issue here? Let's, let's, let's talk about that. What can I do to help you to get you out of this funk? Yeah. You got to watch you know? it. You got to watch it because there's a fine line between supporting somebody and allowing them to continue the path that they're on. Well, what's the one thing they tell people when they talk about rescuing somebody who's drowning? You got to make sure you're safe first. Right. Because they'll end up doing what? Because pulling you down, pulling you under, right? It's a hell, it's a hell of a lot easier to fall down than it is to get back up. Right. Well, think about it. I mean, it's not even intentional. They're not trying to drown you. They're trying to save themselves. Right. And some people are drowning out there and you jump in to, to save them and they end up drowning you. Mm-hmm. And we've got to be careful for that as men. You got to set your foundations. You got to draw that line and boundaries. You've got to do it. Well, if you're a husband and a father or you're in a relationship or even in the workplace or whatever, you if you don't draw those healthy boundaries, it's going to cause major dis- dysfunction. It's going to cause major resentment. It's going to cause major problems in your life. You know, I mean, if you allow negativity to seep into your house, it's like a Trojan horse, man. It comes in nice and shiny. It's your buddy, you know, good old such and such, you know, good old Ray's coming over. But if Ray's bringing a bunch of turd with him when he shows up, mm-hmm. pretty soon your house is going to start smelling like shit. Oh, yeah. And let's address that. That's called poopery, not poopery. <laughs> you know, let's address that guy. If you are that guy, oh man, you know, a lot of times those guys don't even realize it. But if you're the guy out there that it seems like shit always falls on you, everything happens to you. You need to understand that it's up to you to change. What you focus on is what is going to be your reality. There's always two sides. You know, when the crap hits the fan, say you get into a car accident, right? You can, oh man, I got into a car accident. It's going to cost me $500 to do this. And then I got to do that. Well, guess what? Maybe the guy that hits you says, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Look, I've got another car. If you want it, it's more, I'm, I'll be more than welcome to sign it over to you. you you've, got to, you've got to find these things. You've got to find the positive. I, for me, I'm that guy. I'm the one who finds the positive in every situation. If you're the the Debbie Downer, the the Eeyore, you have got to switch your focus. You've well, got to. Bro, if you're always getting sprayed by the fan when the shit hits it, I got news for you. Quit standing in front of the damn fan. Right. Move to the side. <laughs> I mean, you've got to get out from in front of the fan. Because mm-hmm. nobody's a fan of you. That's right. <laughs> you think about it. I mean, you got to ask yourself some tough questions. You know, what are you doing to cause this in your life? You know, you got to make a conscious decision that you're going to change the way you think and the way you react and the way you walk things out. You know, if you're in a position where you keep surrounding yourself with poison and ignorance and stupidity, you're going to get nothing but poison, ignorance and stupidity. Yeah. If you if you surround yourself with negative people, you're going to have nothing but negativity in your life. Right. You've got to change those things. That's it. You got to listen to your boys. If you got buddies out there that are trying to lift you up or ones that are trying to love you from a distance, listen to what they're saying. Just open your ears. Take it to heart. Well, you think about it like, for instance, you look at it from the perspective of a drug addict, right? You get these guys that go to rehab and then they want to come back and hang around with their drug addict friends. Yeah. Well, guess what happens after a while? You start doing drugs again, right? Exactly. So if you're surrounding yourself and hanging out with with misery or dysfunction or poison, sooner or later, that's what's going to manifest in your life. It's going to seep in because misery loves company. And, you know, you made a good point loving from afar. I have people in my life that, 
you know, I may talk to him. I may say hi to him and we have a, a cordial relationship. There's a love there and a respect there, but we don't hang out every day. They're not coming over the house. We're not doing certain things because you have to have healthy boundaries. You know, mm-hmm. you can love somebody and be there for a person that's struggling without bringing that inject. Oh, I'll use the term here, injecting that poison into your home. You know, you, you don't, we don't want to subject our, our kids and our wives to, to stuff like that because really that's selfishness. Yeah. Because you're like, well, that's my friend. They need to deal with it. No, they don't. That's not their problem. Right. That's your problem. That's your buddy. Exactly. And you need to deal with it outside the house. And, and if that is you, if you're that guy, you've got to quit stewing in your own shit. And a lot of guys do that just because they're familiar with it. They're comfortable in their shit. It's, you know, Hey, it's mine. It's warm. I'm used to the smell. Things are good, but you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to better yourself. You have to be, well, like you said, when you live in the projects, more afraid of living in the projects than what was on the other side. Yeah. Then leave it. You've got, you've got to, you've got to build up the courage to take that step to change, change your mindset. It was the smartest decision I ever made in my life leaving. Right. I mean, when I look back on it, it was like, I was, I had everything I'd ever known. Anybody I'd ever loved, never cared about was there. Yeah. But even inside me, I knew that I couldn't stay there because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be what that was. I wanted to be different. I wanted to move away from that. I wanted a better life. Leaving was scary. I mean, like you said, you had to stare at Bobby as you were leaving and he was distraught. He was like, great. And he even said it in our podcast. He said, there goes the one thing that I could lean on leaving me right now, you know, and you knew that, like you said, you were almost like a father to him. You knew what that was doing to him, but you knew that this had to happen. I had to leave. I had to get out of where I was at. And there's some of you right now, you got to get up and you got to move. Mm-hmm. You just got to quit accepting this crap. You can't be afraid. You've got to take, you've got to take the chance. What, what do you got to lose? Misery. Right. And you know, even if, even if you do go out and you fail or something happens, you were already miserable anyway. So what difference does it make? I mean, exactly. You're not really going losing anything all there. If you love misery that much, you'll keep it. If it doesn't work out, that's you know? it. You'll find it wherever you go, you know, but you made a good point about what's familiar. And that's the problem with a lot of us. We get caught up in the familiarity of, of life and it's comfortable. Like mm-hmm. you said, you know, you know, we, we as human beings, even if we are in a, in a bad situation, if we become immune and comfortable to it, we'll be more apt to stay in it because the fear of the unknown is so much greater, you right. know? And so it's easy just to sit there and wallow in your own crap than it is to get outside of it because you don't know what's going to come. You know, it's like the old saying, better the, dev- better the devil you do than the devil you don't. Some people live with that mentality. Well, I already know what's bad here. I can deal with that. I don't want to be caught up in dealing with something bad somewhere else. And the, but, p- the potential. Yeah, the potential of right. something. But what about the potential of what could be greater on the other side? That's it. That's your mindset. You got to change your mindset. And there, until you do that, nothing else is going to change other than you keep dragging people down or losing your friends because they have set those boundaries. They have changed. They're not letting the poison in their house. Well, it's a mind and it's a heart problem. Yeah. And it's a fear-driven situation. You know, and, and it's not just friends. We talk about it. It's family. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us, it's it's somebody at work. Right. You know, we're allowing ourselves to be surrounded by misery and it's affecting us in a bad way. And we take it with us. We don't even realize it. It's like, 
it just, it's like the remnants of it, are like get on like your clothing and you're bringing a smell and everything else with you, mm-hmm. you know? And so you, you don't even realize it sometimes. Sometimes like if I'm around a negative person or negative people for a long period of time, I catch myself real quick starting to get down that too, because everybody wants to get on with, you know, the old, the old bitch wagon, right? They yeah. want to sit there and complain about life and how bad it is. And this one's getting screwed and this ain't fair and that ain't fair. And this one's out to get me and blah, 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 blah. And the next thing you know, you're, you're right in the middle of it. And you're like, what, what the hell just happened? That's what, it happens that quick. Yeah. It, like I said earlier, man, it's so much easier to fall down than it is to get back up. It's so easy to have, make that happen. So I guess the bigger question is, is at what point is it going to take you to wake up to the reality that you're being surrounded or you're being subjected to something that's miserable. Yeah. I mean, you, you, well, my biggest thing is you have to keep your ears and eyes open. You have to listen to what other people are saying as well, whether it be your spouse, your girlfriend, could be your parents, could be a buddy. It could, yeah, you you make a hit, you hit on a huge nail in the head there too. Sometimes it, it can be your wife, mm-hmm. can be your husband, you know, it could be your, your girlfriend, you know, could be your kids. Yeah. You know, I know guys right now that got older kids living with them and they're bringing nothing but poison in the house of misery because they've got expectations and entitlements and all these other things. And, you know, they think that they're running the show at the house, you know, and it's going to be their way. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. Well, and as a father, if it is your kid, I had a prime example. My oldest daughter, we went out to one of the theme parks and rode a couple rides. She's got a younger sister, did a couple shows. My oldest daughter wanted to ride one specific ride. And I told her, I said, we don't have the time. So she just, she starts complaining and whining. And this day sucks and nothing ever good happens. And we come all the way out here and I don't get to ride this ride. And I, and I had to shut her down. I had to say, look, you're going to ruin an entire day. All the rides you got to ride, all the things you got to see, but you're going to choose to focus on not getting to ride one ride. You want to be pissed off. And you want to make this a miserable day because you missed out on one thing. So you need to choose what to focus on. If you're going to focus on not riding that ride, it's going to be a shitty day. You're absolutely worthless. Go find your damn park bench and sit on that. We'll we'll check in with you later. That's it. And dragging me down. But as an adult, as a parent, I had to explain that to my child and use it as a teaching moment. It is completely on what you choose to focus on. You can focus on everything you got to do, or you can focus on the things you didn't get to do. And as the parent, which makes it difficult is now you've got a seed planted in you now, and now you're pissed off because they're ungrateful and unappreciative and all these other things. And so now you're trying to teach them a life, life lesson, but in the same token, now you, now you're miserable because you're pissed off at your kid. That's ungrateful for the day. You just spent all this money and time and energy on. And so you got to catch yourself there. You see how it's just, it's just like a, a bad, a domino effect. It and it only takes, on. takes one thing. Well, you said the word earlier, entitlement. Mm-hmm. And what is it? Right. Well, why do they have this sense of entitlement? That, that What have you done for me lately? Right. I don't get it. That's it. But you're right. It's a backlash on the parents and then you become pissed off. Then it's the effect in the household. Yeah. It's like a snowball that becomes an avalanche. Yeah, absolutely. And as, and as the parent, you have to... I mean, I'm that guy. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And as a parent, you have to die to self. You got to not be selfish about it. Use it as a teaching, a teaching moment and step up and show them, no, we are going to focus on everything we got to do. 
Yeah, because and I got to catch myself because I'll be honest with you. One of the things I struggle with the most is ungrateful. Oh, if you're yeah, ungrateful. Nothing pisses me off because I grew up and didn't have nothing. You know what I mean? I didn't uh-huh. get to do anything. And I'm you're out here at Disney or Universal and you're bitching because you can't go on a certain ride. Right. Now that doesn't work for me. And so I got to catch, I'm the type of dude that I got to reel myself back in because I'll allow that sometimes to affect me and it ruined my day because now I'm focused and I, I can't believe how ungrateful my kid is. Make you miserable. Yeah, you want to choke him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you we got the streets, man. You know how to handle that problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> you know, you know, a hundred pillow whack, man. Yeah, hundred pillow whack, baby. You know, hanging the head off the washing machine. You know how the rednecks <laughs> do it. Why do they do? They duct tape the kids to the wall. Yeah, duct tape, <laughs> stuffing old, uh, stuffing old baked potato in their mouth, and then throw them up against That's the it. wall. You, you know, I'll tell you what I did to my youngin. Was that? I stripped her room. Oh yeah, but nothing but a bed. I threatened that on my nothing child too. Nothing but a bed, and she earned it. Yep. back. Yep, piece yep. by piece, and it got their attention. You know what a redneck uh, fire alarm is? What's that? Jiffy pop. <laughs> yeah, duct tape that. Duct tape that to the roof. You start hearing. <laughs> yeah, and guess uh-huh. what? You better get out the house. Better get that butter ready. Uh-huh. Don't yeah. get no, don't get no soot on them boots. No shit kickers, man. They're shit kickers. <laughs> so we got to be careful and guard ourselves because of that. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm being transparent. I mean that that pissed me off in a hurry. Your kids can bring you down. Yeah. So your kids can do it. I mean, it's same thing with your with with, with some guys that have a, a spouse that's constantly nagging or complaining or constantly you know looking at the negative. You know. Um, and, and you know, there's, there's sometimes you go to work and there's people you work with that are that, you know, and you, you got to choose at some, some, uh, point in time, you got to make, create healthy boundaries and not allow yourself to be subject to that person at work for a longer, longer period of time than you need to, well, you need to address it. And sometimes even with our, with your spouse, you definitely need to address it with your spouse. Exactly. Even, even your girlfriend, because yeah. if, if you can't stand it, as a girlfriend, it's not going to get any better as a wife. And I'll give you a little bit of advice, fellas. Most of the time, they're pissed off at you. So that's, you might want to look at yourself and figure out what you're doing. That's it, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you've been through relationship yeah. after relationship after relationship, and it's always the same outcome, there's only one common denominator in that relationship, and that's you. That's right. So I guess the question is, is what are you going to do about it? If you're surrounded by misery, you, you got somebody that's coming into your house bringing poison, what are you going to do? You're going to accept it or you're going to create healthy boundaries. You're going to extract the poison or are you just going to continue to let it fester and seep in and affect your entire family and your entire environment? Guys, listen, you have a responsibility to the people that God has entrusted you to. If it's your spouse, it's your spouse. If it's your girlfriend, it's your girlfriend, especially if it's your kids. You cannot allow poison to be, you know, running rampant in your house. And I'm telling you right now, if you're hanging out with that dude, you know, that guy, that, you know, old Larry that wants to hang out on the couch and leave the beer cans laying in the living room. You are bringing poison into your house. You have got to protect your wife and your kids from that. If you want to help your buddy, do it somewhere else. Don't bring it into your house. Create healthy boundaries. Focus on what you've been entrusted with. That's taking care of your family and also guarding your own heart. Make sure that you're protecting your own heart from these other things that can cause issues within you. Because I'm telling you, if you continue to bring poison into your life and misery, you're going to be a miserable human being. Do not dwell and get comfortable sitting in your own shit. You know what? Get a shovel. Start digging. Because when you do that, my friends, that's where the rubber meets the road. 